0: Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy, and if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the Energy Update. Welcome to 2023. This is going to be a very strong year and if you want to take a deep dive look at the year ahead, I did a free broadcast which took place on December 21st, day of the solstice. It's a little over an hour long and in it I go through some key headlines for the year ahead and I also channel my guides, The Z's. So you can watch that completely for free and we will put a link underneath this video if you missed it and if you would like the chance to go a little deeper with the year to come. But let's start here in month one of 12. So first of all, the first theme this month is build your inner reserves between now and March. So a couple of things that have come to me intuitively about the year ahead, particularly when we get to March and April of 2023, there's a very strong and fiery energy in the air that we're moving toward. And that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing or a good thing. We don't necessarily have to put a judgment or a value on it like that. But whenever we're moving toward a period like that, it tends to mean as in life and our own personal journey, this is a great opportunity to fortify yourself, prepare yourself, your environment, so that when we get to the more externalized months, which are coming very soon, you're a little more fortified inside. So build your inner reserves was the first major theme that came through for me for January. So it's a really good time to figure out ways to do that. I think we're all changing and growing and evolving all of the time. So as we grow and change, so too do our coping mechanisms, our ways of filling ourselves back up. It's always changing. So January is often a great time for people to focus on resolutions or intentions. And that's great. That's definitely a part of it. But building your inner reserves is something to really be mindful of in January and in February. So for you, that might be as simple as making more of a commitment to sit quietly and read a book for at least 10, 20 minutes a day. It might be something far more dramatic than that for you. It might mean changing some of the relationship dynamics that you have in your life or where you're giving your time to or becoming a little less extrovert in the world and deciding you're just gonna hibernate a little bit more for the next month or two as much as you can. So however it is that you build your inner reserves, do be aware of that as an act of power because a lot of the themes that are coming through for this month of January is how do we rewire and recalibrate ourselves inside so that we can move out into our lives in a stronger, more empowered, more truthful, authentic way because there's a lot of evolution on the planet There's a lot of evolution within us as a collective. And then of course, there's our own personal growth. So building your inner reserves, especially if you're not quite sure where to go next or what to do next, is something that we shouldn't overlook in general, but there is a real call, particularly if you feel depleted, or if you just like the sound of what I just said, You know, the idea, oh, I'd love to read a book a bit more or sit quietly or, be around people that light me up and feed my soul. That's something to just pay attention to in the next month, especially, particularly because of this externalized energy that's coming our way from March and April collectively. So, the second theme is ride the emotional release energy of the Christmas season. So, Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, because so many people do on the planet, and because it's a very emotional time, not just because of Christmas, but because of astrologically what happens to us at that time of year, you also have a season change, the solstice, there's a deepening that takes place. Christmas can be a very emotional time for people. It can have all the highs and the lows in it. It can often be a time where we grieve and get nostalgic or remember people that we've lost, that we used to celebrate with at that time of year or think of or connect with. So ride the emotional release energy of the Christmas season literally means use it consciously to shed and create. So for me personally, I always used to get thrown off around Christmas. Even if I had good moments or good times, I would get this very strong emotion that would move through me that wasn't easy to move. And I later realized it's my reaction to the collective and my own inner stuff that's moving through. So if you can be aware that we've just come through this period where a lot of people have felt a lot of emotion, consciously or unconsciously, and we're now at this beginning of a new year period, there can be, usually a lot of sense of dazed and confused as we go into January. Some people love January and they use it to really move forward, but there can also be this dazed and confused energy as you shift into a new year, you've gone through this Christmas period. So can you ride the emotional release energy of the Christmas season and use it to consciously shed and create? So when we consciously shed, we are not in judgment, of the grief or the emotion that we're feeling, we just recognize, oh, I'm feeling sad. And especially if you're somebody who runs from feeling sad or feeling sad is the thing you don't like, can you this year just honor that feeling as it needs to move through you, recognize it in yourself, perhaps forgive yourself for giving yourself such a hard time this last couple of weeks while you've been going through a bit of an emotional roller coaster, and ask yourself, what if I'm just releasing? What if these are just feelings I need to let move through me and let out? We as a society have been so taught to keep a lid on our feelings, to judge them, to fear them, to sometimes overly label them. We're an energy being in movement, on a planet that's constantly in movement and we're with all these other beings who are going through the same thing. So can you ride the emotional release energy of the Christmas season? Use it to let go of certain feelings that you just need to let go of. As we do every single day with our physical bodies, we take in food, we take in water and we let it go. So it's the same principle. If you can use it to honor the release that you need to have coming into the new year and also to create space for what you want to create. It's a wonderful thing. Too often we have been taught to fear or see as negative those difficult emotional periods we go through. And yet the truth is what my guides are always saying is this is how you create space for the new. This is how you reevaluate who you are and let it move through you. So even if you yourself, Maybe you're feeling great you might be noticing wobbles around you or that emotional energy that's in the year in in the air can you use it in a way that it feels like a friend to you rather than a foe it's something that you're actually using to set up and create your coming months and year the third theme is protection versus connection so where are you in the dance of protection versus connection? This is an interesting concept that we can all examine anytime in our lives. Am I protecting myself from something that I need to, that actually is good for me to pull back from or have a boundary towards? Or is it in the way of connection? And if you look at the last few years and the amount of protection we've all been encouraged to have, around ourselves against other people. And what that has done to us as a connected society, and we're still seeing reverberations of that now. You might be feeling them in yourself. You might be noticing that in other people who previously were perhaps a bit more open-hearted, a little less in fear. There's still residue of what we've gone through the last few years. So protection versus connection is just a really good question to ask yourself. Is it still time for me to protect myself against this person or this activity? Or can I let that go? And the answer might be no. The answer might be no, I'm still supposed to stay over here and not connect with that. But the reason it's important to ask the question, especially right now, is it links into the next theme which I'll share in a moment. There is a real axis shift going on in how we feel internally, psychically, energetically as a world, we are rapidly moving through and out of everything we've gone through the last few years. And I know that on an external level, things look a bit more how they used to in certain ways, but it takes time for all of us to recover ourselves from a trauma like what we have just experienced in the last two, three years. So. Protection versus connection. Where are you in the dance of that? Are you asking yourself for more connection now? And it's time to let go of some of the fear or stance that you had to have. So this polarity is going to be showing up in the month of January and you're gonna have to make conscious decisions around it. And if we don't make conscious decisions around that energy dynamic when we recognize it, it often makes decisions for us or happens to us in a way that we don't see coming. So just ask yourself, is it time to dust off and open some of my heart in certain areas, certain ways, certain places, certain things I used to do that I've just stopped doing? Is it time to let go of some of the protection to allow connection to come back? The fourth theme relates to this one and actually, I was told to touch on this in a slightly different way last month too. So there is an ongoing theme here of trauma layers are softening and lifting off gently, easily, and quickly now. So trauma is when we have been very deeply, emotionally, psychologically, physically impacted by an event that has disturbed, disrupted, Or traumatized us in a way that we can no longer function, or our way of functioning is forever impeded by the traumatic event, the traumatic happening. And so the message here is that we are slowly but surely having trauma lifted off and away from us. And it's not done in a completely unconscious way. You yourself might have been really focused on your trauma the last couple of years. You might have decided to enlist the help of a counselor or a therapist, or you've been doing your own study in the areas of self-growth and trauma healing, uh, metaphysics, personal development, whatever it is. But generally and collectively, the trauma is able to leave us a little faster than we are used to as a group. So it doesn't mean for everybody it will look exactly like that for some of you It could be the very reason that you are finding yourself dealing with trauma right now. In a way that perhaps you've never felt able to or capable of, you might right now be right up close with an action replay of traumatic events from your life because we are all being asked to shed some of what is old energy, old wounding, and you can see it on a planetary level. I've talked about it over the energy updates each month, how if you look at some of the areas of healing that we as a society are focusing on right now, there is a lot of collective trauma in various areas, subgroups that is rising to the surface so that we as a society can drop more of that weight. So it's happening faster, it's happening in a gentler way than it often did. Doesn't mean it will look like that for everybody, but being aware of it might be a really good clue for you. Maybe you felt off for a few weeks and you're not quite sure why you're off, or you just feel a bit more emotional than normal. Is it that old layers of emotion are lifting off you and can you be okay with that and let that happen? Goes back to one of the first themes of the month too, the way that we judge ourselves or have been encouraged to judge ourselves emotionally. We're in a time on the planet where Allowing and acknowledging ourselves as energetic beings is a game changer, and it's slowly beginning to permeate society. Doesn't mean everybody's going to be into metaphysics or a certain way that looks, but there is a more general understanding and emotional awareness around how complex and vast we are as human beings versus what we've been told we are for a very long time. The fifth theme of this month is be part of your future. Be part of your future. So this links into the January intentions piece. Intend for your year or even just the next three or four months. So intentions, which I'm sure most of you are familiar with that word, it's really just us looking ahead and allowing ourselves to co-create with the universe what we would like to see happen next. So we're allowing our soul to have a say in what happens next. So intentions are wonderful things to set. They can be as simple as, I invite more peace into my life in the coming month. I invite more peace into my life in the coming month. So that's really energetics. You're saying, not loving the way things are going right now. I need a bit more peace. I'll invite a bit more peace in. Equally, the intention could be very practical or literal. It could be, I invite wonderful new friends into my life because you feel like you're missing community or I invite a great career opportunity into my life because you're feeling a little mm, unengaged, disengaged, disenchanted with your work. So intentions can be more concrete. They can be about things, people, places, but they can also simply and powerfully be about states of being and energy. So, the reason be part of your future comes through. Resolutions, you know, often have an interesting um, history on the planet. You know, it's often about, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to deny myself this. I'm going to start behaving which is n- nothing wrong with that. You know, it can be great to use this time of year to break or change some habits or patterns that you want to. But it gets a lot more magical when you allow yourself to be part of your future and intend for what it is you'd like to bring in. So you might look at the year ahead, you may just do the next three or four months and that's enough. But we can do this anytime. But it's it's a very useful time To do it when there is this energy in the air collectively of people focusing forward, calling in what they want. So this is a great time to be part of your future through your intentions. The sixth theme is an interesting one. Allow yourself to receive as well as give. The offerings are everywhere. So my linear mind as I'm receiving this theme goes, well actually I also know people who say, well actually I'm good at receiving, I'm not very good at giving. So of course you can reverse it, but I was very clearly told not to interfere with the sentence. Allow yourself to receive as well as give. I think many of us know about the joy of giving I'm not saying that's everybody's story, but many of us, many people I speak to, we all know how joyous it is to give, whether it's a kind word, whether it's a gift, whether it's an act of service or some time or whatever it is. Um, But allowing yourself to receive as well as give, the message I was given with this is, the offerings are everywhere. And I was literally shown, these are moments I have a lot, the beauty of a tree or the beauty of something in nature? Do you allow yourself to receive that you're right here in the present moment and there's this incredible flower in front of you and it's that's miraculous. Do you let that in and allow yourself to receive the joy and the beauty of that? So it can be that simple, but it might also be a bit more dramatic for some of you. The fact that this theme has been given to me as one of the themes tells me there's something in the air here about receiving. So will you allow yourself to receive as well as give? And with these themes, the way I understand them when they're in the air for us collectively, it either heightens your awareness around them or it literally brings in an energy of greater existence around them. So what that would look like. It might mean many of you are going to literally be asked to receive this month in a way that you either previously wouldn't have allowed yourself to be. You may be uncomfortable with it and the old you would have tried to block it, but the new you goes, I'm a bit uncomfortable, but I'm, just, I'm not gonna block the receiving. I'm gonna let it in and see what that does to me. But it can also simply mean you're a bit more aware of receiving. And what's receiving? It's letting something in. We're a very external focused society. Productivity, outward, outward relationships. You know, we're very, very comfortable in that place because that's how we've been trained. But when you let someone in or something in or a moment in, ah, it warms this space up. So there's an energy of that in the air that means you will either be given opportunities to receive, or you might be just noticing the part of you that's letting more in on a heart level. So, interesting timing to get that one for January when we've just gone through the Christmas season, which has its own giving and receiving energy, which can also be very complicated and multi-layered. It's not just uh, often as pure as it may seem. Okay, the opening of your heart leads to the next theme too, which is deepening heart intuition and how that looks. So I was given a very clear visual with this one, which was deepening heart intuition. I was like, well, what does that mean? And I was literally shown that where often we would associate our psychic visionary mind here around the third eye, I was shown the heart space with a a third eye in it. So what this means is just becoming better at your own feelings and the feelings of others. So, that which pertains to the heart space. Now, some people would argue, well, I'm always feeling everybody anyway. But I would argue that, yeah, if you're always feeling everybody else, there's often either an inability to feel yourself or you've never really given yourself permission to because you've been so busy feeling the outside world. You haven't claimed the space in here that you need to claim to be able to have your own experience on a heart level, on a feeling level. So deepening heart intuition can look a few different ways. It can look like your heart just being able to read a room in a deeper way than ever before. Your mind is no longer doubting that question mark when you're with someone and you're like, oh wow, they feel a little upset, but I just ask them, how they're doing and they didn't tell me anything, doesn't mean they should. They're perfectly entitled to decide whether or not they want to let you into that. But you will have more of a sense of trusting your heart and going, no, there's definitely something going on there. They're either not aware of it or they don't wanna talk to me about it. Either way is fine. So there's gonna be that level of heart intuition where your feelings around others and around the heart space in a room or in an environment will get stronger. This is really important, by the way. This is not a fluffy skill. This is not a skill that is kind of cozy and cuddly. It's a vital skill. Because if your heart is involved in your interpretation of other people, other things, you can discern, and you can be in your sovereignty. You can go, oh, that person has just told me something as if it's a fact or the truth, and I can feel it isn't. Something's off. My heart's telling me they're not quite in their heart, even though their words are telling me they are. Very important, especially in power situations. It's fine if you're just in a gathering, but if someone either has power over you or wants power over you and they aren't coming from their heart, that's vital for future knowledge. Because where we're going, we're going to see a both a gap and a battle between heart embodied people and those people, agendas, acts that are not coming from the heart. And we're in this difficult passage where that that is being weeded out. So deepening heart intuition starting this month and kind of going through the next few months is gonna be a really important one. But the other side of it is your own heart. This has been in you since you were a kid. And we've all gone through all kinds of things, individually, together, since we were born. And so are we able to maintain our heart energy or does it get manipulated, maneuvered, uh, modified because of what's going on around us or what we've been through or, or lived through? So. This coming back online is a really huge thing. And of course, we're always dropping into our heart more. Ask anyone who's just had a child. You know, that's one of the best ways to suddenly go, oh my God, my heart feels enormous because I'm looking at this child of mine. But there are so many ways it shows up. And there's going to be a wave of that energy showing up in the world a lot more in the coming months. And January is like the beginning where that starts to peak through. So don't be surprised if you feel emotional, but not necessarily in a negative way. You might just feel more available for your tears here or there, or your appreciation. There's a deepening heart intuition that's really about reclaiming the wisdom of our hearts. So, Look out for that because it's in the air and you might notice it in people around you too. And it can make some combative. You know, if people don't wanna be around that energy or they're struggling to let that energy into themselves, they can get a little combative and defensive. So as ever, no need to get in a fight with anybody about anything to do with beliefs, heart, but also important to have your boundary if somebody is trying to get into your heart space and your beliefs and tell you that they're wrong because that's a, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other game they're playing. And that goes back to the protection versus connection theme that came up earlier. It's always good to examine our protection if it's keeping us away from connection, but equally, protection can be vital to allow us to stay connected to our own heart. Protection can be, oh, I'm not gonna hang out with that group anymore because whenever I'm with them, they not only ask me to leave my heart or they attack or judge mine, I need to feel who I am when I'm out there in the world. And lastly, the final theme for this month is is more of a statement than a theme um, or a directive. I literally heard, envision a wise and embodied humanity. Envision a wise and embodied humanity. Wisdom will be key in the years going forward. And wisdom is not necessarily Uh, intellect or academic things we've learned. It can be, that can be part of it. You know, wisdom is really that full body. I'm here, I'm alive. All of my circuits are alive and are resonating with what's going on. And I'm allowing into me divine knowledge, which is really every day. Divine knowledge is often given this idea, oh, that must be out there on some other dimension. Uh Uh-uh. It's happening every single day, right in front of us. The difference is, are we allowed to track it, be with it, be in relationship to to it, be in resonance with it? So, when you envision a wise and embodied humanity, heart intuition is a part of that. So, that last theme really just connects to what I was just talking about when it comes to heart. Wisdom will be key in the years to come, and there's going to be a lot of distraction as the as we've seen. There's going to be a lot of Distraction, disagreements, the same kind of stuff we've seen playing out the last few years. So knowing who you are, why you're here and what you stand for is all important right now. So that is the uh, January energy update. And as I said at the beginning, I did do a year ahead deep dive uh, looking at the whole year of 2023. It's completely free. It's my annual forecast. So we'll put a link underneath to that video presentation. Also, we begin Rebirth on January 16th. Rebirth is my annual course where every year in the first month of the year, I create a container, teachings, special guests who are all coming together to help you chart your path your year ahead. So as well as channeling and music and guest teachings that will help you embody. We've got Qigong, we've got dance, a whole, a whole lot of things going on in Rebirth. It's really about coming together with the worldwide community to have a space where you vision for your future and piece together a few things that you might need to or want to. So we'll play you a trailer for Rebirth in just a few moments if you want to know more about it and we'll put the link underneath the video. Uh, the Timelines Music Album. We released this uh, at the beginning of December. Thank you so much to those of you who are enjoying it. It's out there. It's available. You can stream it. You can get a CD. You can get a vinyl starting this month. Um, we have some wonderful options in our LeeHarrisMusic.com store. So do check it out and that's also where you'll learn how to stream it on your favorite platform. But from Devore and I, we're really happy that you're enjoying Timelines. And finally, if you enjoy what I do and you tune in every month for these, but you feel like you might like a bit more, the portal is my monthly members community where you can go deeper not only with my work and my offerings, but I also bring in special guests to the portal every single month. So there is a wealth of videos, audios, support tools, and community energy inside the portal. So if you feel like checking it out for a month and seeing if it's for you, we would love to welcome you. You can find the link underneath this video. But for now, I will leave you with a little bit of info about what Rebirth 2023 is all about. Until next month, take care everyone, lots of love. I hope you can join me for Rebirth 2023. This will be our sixth year of holding a rebirth experience in January. And it's something that I originally created because I recognize that the end of a year and the beginning of a new year is a very potent and fertile time for us to let go of what we have walked through and call in what we would like to call in for the year ahead. So as well as practical and grounded guidance around how we do that and open to that, I also bring in my guides who will be very specifically working with the energy of 2023 and what we are about to walk into to help us center, ground, but also call in what it is that we want to next create. The rebirth experience is very multidimensional. We have everything from Qigong, to dance, to channeling, to grounded teaching, to energy exercises, to meditations, to music. We try and bring you as much as we possibly can in as rounded an experience as we can offer so that you can really immerse yourself in one of the themes for this year, which is renew your soul. It's something we all need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So a huge focus of Rebirth this year is renew your soul and the other side of it is chart your path, helping you to map out the year that you're walking into with intention, with clarity, and with joy. So we look forward to you joining us for Rebirth 2023, where you can renew your soul and chart your path.